What's up, everybody? And welcome to this very special edition. I went real close to the mic there. Sorry about that, everyone. Of the TNR Sports Show. My name's Trenton. That is Ryan. Say what's up, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? You're seeing this live and in color on a Thursday night. Not live and in color, but it will be in color. Um, we're gonna now that football season has come to a end, quote unquote. Um, the regular season, at least, we are in the postseason. But as as the regular season has come to an end, we will be doing things. Right, correct. Um, we will be doing different upload days. I'm not even going to have that video in the upload system. It comes out when it comes out. Um, some videos are going to come out on Thursday. Some episodes of the pod are coming out Mondays. I think we're going to try to stick to Mondays. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but that's kind of what we're looking at right now. So I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the um, the progression of TNR. Um, possibly on Friday, maybe I'll sit down and do like a um, visionary um, discussion with the audience about where I expect the podcast to go. But maybe not. I don't know. Um, because I'm not sure even where the podcast is going. So I'm waiting to see kind of in that direction. So um, please like and subscribe. Um, there's some absurd amount who watches this video or not subscribed to the channel. I actually don't believe that. I believe majority of our viewers are subscribed. So thank you for liking and subscribing. Um, I do appreciate it. Thanks for watching and giving us your time a day. Um, I do appreciate it. Ryan, let's yes. get into the recruiting rankings. Let's getting into the recruiting. The recruiting. 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 All right, here we go. What do you want to talk about first? You want to go? Let's go through the rankings. Okay. Um, we are using Rivals as yep. it is a great unbiased and correct website. Unlike ESPN, right. who is a fraudulent website. They get paid for clicks. Rivals does things because they're right and they're honest and they're true. Yes. Um, I, I think Rivals normally gets their picks right in terms of talent, getting talent correct. So we're going to Rivals. Um, now to clarify today, or well, actually today being Wednesday, December 15th, um, was early, early National Signing Day. So the classes aren't finalized completely, Until but they February, are right? mostly finalized. Correct. February will be when they are officially finalized. I believe uh, they have three days. Today, tomorrow, Thursday, yeah, and Friday. Most of it is finalized. Majority of recruits, I would say 75% of recruits have committed or signed, whatever, today. Um, but on that note, Alabama, according to Rivals, is the number one football class right now. Woo, woo, woo. Um, they added one some big star. recruits. One five-star. Wow, um, Nick Saban sucks. But 24-star. That's recruits. insane. That's absolutely insane. Um, one of which that. is, unfortunately, one of our former favorite players. Oh, Jihad. Jihad Campbell. He, uh, he switches commitment to Alabama. It's very sad, but it is. People in Alabama are going to have a hard time with that name. Not pronouncing it, though. That would be easy, but they're going to. No, actually, it. no, they probably won't. If you're on the Alabama football team, they love you. The opinion, I don't even think half of them, uh, probably more than that, don't even realize what that word means. So it'll, it'll be meaningless to them. Maybe. That's just a weird name. Weird name. All right, sir. Young this man. guy's guy named Jihad. Real roll tide, roll tide. Hey, roll tide, yeah. I'm an Alabama fan. I'm a big supporter of Jihad and all that sort of stuff. Big fan, so, big fan. I'm a big fan of Jihad. I think it needs to be implemented all over the SEC. Through our school, everything. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, um, second in the class is Texas A&M. Um, Texas A&M had a great signing day. They have oh, two five-star recruits and as well 24-star recruits. Um, no, I don't even sure really why they're, they're below Alabama. I think they should be above them, to be perfectly honest. Um, oh, my God. They have more recruits. They have more recruits. Four three stars, higher, the same amount of four stars, and one extra five-star. I don't really get it. I think Bama might They're have, actually tied if you look at the points they had. Um, other than yeah. they got a little more pro- points. Rival gave them more points. I don't know why, but the it average might be is exactly the same. I, I honestly, I really don't get it. Um, it's probably because maybe some of like, you know, if you look at the four-star list, everybody's a four-star, right? But this four-star yeah. is better than this four-star. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's maybe. probably based off of that. You know, like probably. you do both There's have 24 stars, but. Yeah, there's some like two four seven sports says Texas A&M has the highest recruiting class right now. So oh, I think ESPN even had A&M. I think I think they do too. Um, number three is Georgia. Georgia has five five star recruits. Kirby rolling out the cars. Dude. Absolutely ridiculous. They have 14, Shout out to Kirby Smart rolling out the car dealerships. Let's That's go. Uh, Georgia is recruiting at hey in Athens, Georgia. Everybody, <laughs> or you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. You know, Ryan, they say the nicest car lot in America is at the Alabama football practice facility. That's a fact. I believe it. I mean, Nick Saban owns <laughs> three car dealerships. Exactly. It's rigged. It's always rigged, but now there's even more rigging. They can do it. Yeah, Speaking of rigging. The number four team. Number four team is Texas. Um, little sh- I, I don't really know what, how they did this. Um, they signed 27 people. That's a lot. 27 people. One is a five-star recruit. What do you mean you don't know four. how? They paid. Well, we know how. They paid. They're paying the players now. They're, They're all the players. playing the players. People are getting mad at these coaches who get paid millions of dollars um, to coach these players, and they're getting mad because the coaches are whining and complaining about these players getting paid. And Lane Kiffin said it really good today. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really like Lane Kiffin. I hate Ole Miss. I think they're scumbag university. I think he's do everything bad that can happen to somebody. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Lord, forgive me. I think he's do everything that bad that can happen to somebody who's a millionaire, but he made a good point today. He was like, there are no contracts here. Right. So mm. it's not like you come to Tejas and you get to sign this million-dollar contract. It's not like that. You are promised, right? These are promises. And, you know, Texas, on one hand, they're promising Texas kids millions and millions and millions. But are they really going to get millions and have millions? You ever, um, have you ever watched the Pony Express documentary? Yeah, a while back. About SMU? Yeah, a while um, back. It's been a couple of years. There was one funny, uh, one funny thing where – so Texas A&M – bought um what was that player that running back for smu uh, eric dickerson eric dickerson at texas a&m bought him a car and so eric dickerson thought oh my gosh they bought me a car i need to commit to texas a&m so we committed to texas a&m as a recruit a high school recruit we didn't want to go to texas a&m we hated texas a&m um so he called the coaches at smu and said hey i don't want to go to texas a&m i want to go to smu but i have this car i don't know what to do and so the smu coaches were like i mean it's not a contract. They gave you a car. I can't prove they gave you a car. You know, that'd be cheating. You just come on over. So he got, he got a car for free from Texas A&M Booster. Nice. And SMU. 
Hey, what are you gonna do, man? College what are you football do? is a dirty game. It's if you a, think it was it's happening, a promise. Then, it's, it's not really a guarantee. happening now. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, all right, Texas. Texas uh, four. Oh, um, fifth. Fifth is Ohio State. Uh, they have two five-star recruits and fourteen four-star recruits. Um, wow. They didn't really have a good um, signing day, honestly. Everything that they currently have was already kind of figured out. They actually had one five-star recruit flip to Texas. That's Texas's one five-star recruit. Yeah. So, on Texas. That Quint Ewers effect. <laughs> yeah. And that's, not even, that's not even including him in there either because that's transfer. So Quint Ewers is not a part of these rankings either. Um, that's the top five. I'll just run through the rest of the top ten, and then we'll get to the teams that – we care about um six is penn state um seven is notre dame and a Eight. big cluster of like those north um eastern yeah, teams northern. ohio state michigan penn state um notre yeah, dame michigan's at a um north carolina wow is that was surprising five. two five stars yeah. there two five stars both for clemson um uh targets that went to unc maybe a sign of things to come um and Mac brown's oldest Mac Brown's old as dirt and probably still more flexible than Davos Sweeney is. All right, continue. Great. Um, and 10 is Kentucky, surprisingly Kentucky. Um, I don't think you know, it's too I, surprising. I think they, uh, they're, 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 uh, they're changed. They've changed the situation in there. Yeah. Lexington has just not the same as it used to be. Maybe. You know what I mean? I mean good for them. I mean, good for Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, the highest ranked recruiting class of the four teams that we follow between Oklahoma, Clemson, South Carolina, and Arkansas is the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas came in at number 12. Um, they have six four-star recruits. Very good. And 13 three-star recruits for a total of 21 recruits. Um, you know, very good for Arkansas, number 12 in the country. That's very respectable. Um, yeah, I was listening. a very good thing to build on. I was listening to Pit Boss today, and he was like, well, you know, I'm not satisfied with it, but we're happy, and we're going to move forward. And I think every year he talked about a couple of moments from this year that made a big difference. He said being ranked number eight, having college game day at Georgia was a big deal, even though they lost the game in very terrible fashion. He said it was still a big deal that week and going up to it and having that national game. And he also gave a lot of credit to Barry Odom and Traylon Burks, both who I think deserve credit. Um, for turning around an abysmally bad Arkansas defense. Um, it shows that there's a culture to be had there. And then Traylon Burks um, is amazing season at Arkansas this year, one of the best wide receivers in the country. Mm. Showed a lot of people that, um, first of all, that Arkansas has somebody who can throw him the ball, which obviously we do. And, um, and then um, it also shows that we have a steady offensive line that they can run behind and play action and, they can get some caliber um, stuff going on this year. So I think that was a big deal um, for us. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, you know, when Clemson started their runs, you know, into building towards national championships, that's where their classes were, top 15, you know, 15 to 10 is where they were. So Arkansas is on their way no, to um, building something. Very good. They can keep their coaches. I don't think we're going to be no um, – yeah, Arkansas recruiting rankings, you know, these recruiting rankings are so like, whoop, you know, no rivals, I think, has us 15th. I think ESPN had us 19th. Um, one of the rankings had us 25th. So I think everything's relative. I think when yeah. you look bad about it, if you want to like a legit like balance, I would say probably 14th or 15th. 
um, yeah. if you wanted to average it out or something like that. But I do think we had a good overall recruiting class. If we stay at 12, let's say it was at 12, and that's just what it's at, it'll be the highest rated, rated Arkansas recruiting class in history. Actually, if it's anything lower than 17, it'll be the highest um, rated Arkansas class awesome. in history. Um, um, so let's yeah. just do um, – Arkansas now and we just get Arkansas and then we can move on to Oklahoma. You know? Yeah, I, I was going to talk about um, um, Arkansas's two top recruits. Um, one is on the defensive side of the ball and one is on the offensive side of the ball. So kind of got a little um, little balance there. Yeah. Um, the top Arkansas commit is Miles Rouser, who's a four-star defensive back. Um, so that'll be a big help to the Razorbacks. Um, he's actually a very highly rated defensive back. Um, not one, he's not, he's not bottom line, um, four-star by any means. He's above that, but he's also not a top rated four-star, you know, he's a four-star, which is a very talented person. Um, and then you also got, um, from Fayetteville, Arkansas, so hometown boy, um, four-star wide receiver. And I believe he flipped his commitment from Oregon. I think it was Oregon, if I remember right. Um, Isaiah Satna, I think I'm saying that right. Um, I hope I'm saying it right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. Um, but that's a big pickup for the Arkansas Razorbacks, getting someone to throw to. Honestly, I can see Isaiah getting a decent amount of play time. Obviously, you know, going yeah, We are losing like four wide receivers. We don't have a lot of wide receiver depth. Yeah. You're adding Jaden Hazelwood. Who Which is big. Top, yeah. He'll be your top receiver by far. Yeah, um, he will be. You know, you got a lot of young receivers coming in, obviously, who may need a year to develop, and that's kind of generally what you see. And we already have a couple on the bench that are. Um... Yeah. So I, I think Isaiah is the one that has the most promise to see the field as a starter, and if not a starter, meaningful minutes as a backup. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts, Trenton, on kind of what you see in this class and, and any, any thoughts in general in Arkansas? So, yeah, um, I've got a couple opinions. I think it's good. I think he's on the rise. I think Arkansas is on the rise. Um, you know, I'm pretty happy about the future trajectory of the program. Um, Pitt boss also said today, Sam Pittman, said today that um, he plans on losing no coordinators um, this year, which would be massive. Um, it said something he's kept um, kept him up in a cold sweat about recently, but um, it doesn't seem like we're going to lose any at all, which is big for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. So, um, you know, overall, I'm pretty happy with everything. You know, we've got a lot of guys coming back. Um, it was announced yesterday that Jalen Catalan was coming back. Um, the rumor is that um, Joe Fouché for Arkansas, um, um, our senior safety, is going to come back for his super senior year and do um, one more run with the Arkansas Razorbacks. And also linebacker Bumper Pool is going to come back and possibly oh, and do his – possibly. Fouché and Bumper Pool are thinking about coming back for a senior year run around. So, you know, those are two big. big moments for us. If we can get those back, we can really solidify ourselves as a um, a good team and, you know, one that develops yeah. players well. I was think there was always a big jump from 2020 to 2021 with the development of the players. Obviously, COVID had hampered a lot of that, um, but I thought I was very impressed with Pittman's staff. Also, one last note about this before we move on to Oklahoma. Um, Pitt boss announced today, and this is one of the craziest things I ever heard, um, 
If you sign 22 people, it's looking like maybe 23, 24 at the end of when it's all said and done. Um, 17 of these people that signed today will be in Arkansas in January. 17. Yep. It's a historically ranking uh, blows out any Arkansas record ever for that for them joining midseason. He said it's one of the biggest deals he's had in a long time with these recruits. Gives them spring ball and extra time over the spring to weight lift, train, learn the playbook, get involved in the culture. Um, I think Arkansas's highest was four before we're coming in. So a lot of these people are graduating now and coming to Arkansas, 17 of them actually yeah. could. And that was his low number. He said it might be more. He's not sure just at this of this time. You know, yeah. and that obviously doesn't include the transfers who will be there. And, you know. Well, they'll be there, yeah. Yeah, Hazelwood. Immediately, they're probably there now, honestly. So. Yeah. So, um, so awesome. that's good. Yeah. Good, right, good, good go. um, progression for the Hogs. Hopefully some future um, gains for them. We'll see if they can overtake them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we almost did. Hey, We're yeah. only a touchdown away from beating them. You got them at home this upcoming year. Bring out the time, Alabama. <laughs> Hope All that right. guy, Alabama player, that's so good. What's his name? Oh, God, I always forget. Will Fresh something? Guy? No, the Alabama defensive player. Oh, know. Will Anderson. He is – a lot is said about Alabama, you know. And a lot about said about – and I don't think their defense is that good, to be honest with you. Will Anderson is the by far – I know this is going to sound like kind of controversial because Aiden Smith for Michigan is very good. Will Anderson, even though it's, you know, kind of goes understated, he is the best defensive player in this country and it's not close. Well, it's close, but it's not that close. He is very good. I hope he leaves. It goes to the NFL. Me too. Um, I think, I think Jordan Davis is close, but in terms of stats, it's not even a competition. Jordan Davis's Jordan Davis problem is, is he's worthless on passing downs. He's very good on running downs. Yeah. I, I like Jordan Davis all season until that SEC championship game rolled around. Because, he um boy, Alabama was passing the ball over him. Yeah. I was sitting there watching Jordan Davis. And they turned um, – the CBS put the camera on him, and he didn't have any pushback on the passing down. And Derry Daniels was like, he's out of breath. He can't do nothing. I was like, that's just they not pulled good. Him, too. They pulled him because he was so tired. I was like, that's just not good, dude. You got to do better than that. I, I mean, you can, I, you know, like here or there. I think Will Anderson, he had tougher offensive lines to go against, tougher competition. He had to go against LSU. Or, you know, I've I preached the SEC West on this um, program a hundred times, you know. And, you know, Aiden Smith did do it in big games. He had a lot of a big impact in Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. But the fact remains, I still think Will Anderson better than. I agree. All right, anyway. Um, that ends Arkansas <clears throat> recruiting. Woo, pig. All right, you want to move over to um, Sooners of Oklahoma? Yep, uh, Oklahoma um, finished today with the 14th. Oh, my God, class. that's terrible. And it wasn't great. Oh, but my God. Honestly, terrible. Uh, compared to where it was when Brent Venables left. I'm just kidding. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, to be 14th, I mean, Arkansas, when Sam Pittman came off of his – Actually, was a miracle. I think we were 27th in the country. That's like a miracle. I think Ole Miss was like like 88th, and I think Mississippi State was like a hundredth or something like that. So that's how it goes sometimes. But I think Arkansas, you know, I mean not Arkansas. I think Oklahoma, considering the amount of time that he had to be in there, which was none, um, he probably didn't even see his family for two weeks. Probably didn't even know they existed. And Oklahoma is offering a lot to transfers right now. 
Um, I already seen two scholarships go out to a quarterback and a, a defensive lineman. Ooh, but what quarterback? We're kind of recruiting. Um, what'd you say? Well, quarterback. Yeah, quarterback. No, what quarterback? What is his name? Oh, what quarterback? The Akron quarterback. He's a four-star guy, apparently. He'd be a backup. Uh, you say probably need a backup. Do y'all have someone behind Caleb Williams? Yeah. Who? Uh, Micah, Micah Bowens. He transferred from Penn State last year. Isn't he um, good? Backup. Do you think now that um, Link, uh, Lincoln Riley's gone – and, um, you know, we'd have uh, Brent Venables back in here. Maybe the Bob Stoops days comes back, and we can see Oklahoma have these stupid quarterbacks come back. God, that'd be so funny. Like that one that I found out was still in the NFL as a tight end. What's his name? Oh, Blake Bell. Oh, my God. They could bring a Blake Bell clone in here. That would just, oh, that'd be great. Funny. I don't think so. I mean, we've already recruited our first quarterback, and that was Nick Evers, um, four-star guy. Oh, okay. Class, so so he'll be there. Well, why do you need the Akron um, guy at this point? I mean, he'll be an actual. I mean, this guy is probably gonna be redshirt. Oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah, Brent Venables is sweating, thinking Caleb Williams is gonna transfer somewhere. Maybe, uh, but I mean, Jeff Levy, I don't think that's gonna happen. But yeah, Jeff probably hasn't recruited at all and just has talked to Caleb Williams every day for two weeks. Hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> Watching every movie made. Hey, it's me, Jeff Levy. How you doing? Yeah. Um, but Oklahoma finished today with um, 11 four-star recruits and four three-star recruits. Um, the best recruit that um, Oklahoma got was Gavin Sawchuk, who was a four-star running back. Um, not only was he the highest rated um, player on Oklahoma's recruiting class, but Oklahoma is going to be very short in terms of depth at running back. Um, we're not sure if Kennedy Brooks is going to be coming back for his last year of eligibility. He has the opportunity. We're welcome to. We would love it if he came back, but I think he's going to the NFL. Um, and then the starter will probably be Eric Gray, who transferred from Tennessee last year. Didn't do very well this year. So Gavin Sawchuk, you know, huge pickup for the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, the biggest pickup we have is Gentry Williams, who is a defensive back out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, he's also a four-star rated defensive back, um, big pickup. Um, when you look at their, uh, um, the recruiting class, a lot of tight ends, a lot of kind of, um, a lot of linebackers, a lot of offensive linemen, just kind of, um, not the sexiest of classes. Um, I think running back is sexy and uh, we got one quarterback, got a four-star rated quarterback and a four-star rated wide receiver, but. Not the sexiest class, but obviously, after Lincoln Riley kind of screwed us, it's good, it's as good as it's going to get. You know, I'm this happy. Is, yeah, you should be happy as an Oklahoma fan. I'm very happy, um, and I know that we're going to get some good transfers in here. So, I, I think Oklahoma. I mean, obviously, this next year is going to be rebuilding year. You know, I don't think they're going to the Big Twelve. I think Baylor's going to win the Big Twelve again. Um, I think Texas but, is going to win. It. Texas is back, folks. Quentin Ewers. <laughs> I will not say Texas is back until they actually. Quentin, you is to the moon. I don't think he's going to start. <laughs> Who's going to start? Probably going to be the same guys last year. No, that guy sucks. Um, they were terrible. They were awful. They had the best running back in the country by far, and they did nothing. 
They had the best running back in the country, and it wasn't close, and Arkansas shut them down. All I'm saying is Oklahoma shut them down. Texas isn't back until Texas actually is back. No, Quint Ewis is back. Until I see Texas win a Big 12 championship. So, speaking of Tejas, um, what do you think about the Quint Ewis? Why do you say Quint Ewis? What is his name? Is it Quinn Ewers? It's just, it's just Quinn. Oh, it's Quinn. So what do you think Quinn. about the no highway Quinn. robbery he pulled off? You know what I'm talking <laughs> I don't, about? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So everybody's um, saying he left high school early. He couldn't play in Texas. So what he was doing is as the top rated recruit in the country, he was like, I'll go to Ohio State for a year, make a million, and then transfer back to Texas to make more money. Yep. He knew, I guess, he wasn't going to start. I think it's um, I, I think it's worrisome, honestly. Um, yeah, what a greedy you know, guy does, the kid is. You don't want to play greedy. your senior year of high school and get better before you go to Texas. Instead, you just go to Ohio State, ride the bench, don't even throw one pass in a game. I think he threw one, didn't he? Um, uh, if he did, it may have been one pass. Even then, one pass. Come on. Um, <laughs> And then you get you. He got over. I don't even think he dressed out majority of the games. Actually, no. He was third string. He was third string quarterback. We didn't back him. Um, you know, it's worrisome that all this happened just so he could make a million dollars. A million. Yeah, a million dollars. And then now he's like, oh, well, I'm just going back to Texas. If I'm Texas. Oh man, that's a scumbag school. They don't give a fuck. They're well, happy. If I'm, if I'm the they're Texas probably like, quarterback. Yeah. Because oh, okay. Sarkeesian got out, like they draft. They, Texas uh, is all into it, dude. They don't care at all. Oh, they love it. Oh, Steve Sarkeesian's um, grimy, his grimy little fingers. Like Sarkeesian <laughs> found his guy. He recruited um, Malik Murphy. He's a part of the Texas recruiting class, four star guy out of California. Really good quarterback, like very good quarterback. He recruited him because they didn't get Quinn Ewers. And so now this guy is signed, and now Quinn Ewers is going to take his spot. And it's just stupid. Sad. He um, should have signed today. He should have came to Arkansas. He probably should have. <laughs> but <laughs> or Oklahoma. I, I, I think it's it's stupid. I think it, it's it does it doesn't give me a lot of good character vibes from Quinn Ewers. Uh, we'll see how he does in the locker room. If He's he, a big kombucha fan. He is. I'm, I'm not sure how big kombucha is in Texas. All right, let's move off. We'll let's move off Oklahoma here, and then we move on All right. to the University um, of South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina fans are going to be very happy about this. They are of a higher recruiting class than Clemson, according, according to, to rivals. Team. According to rivals, if we switch there are over twenty four seven, disagree. And the I main twenty four seven disagrees. The main reason that South Carolina has a higher recruiting class ranking is because they have more recruits. Um, South Carolina has four four-star recruits oh. and 14 um, three-star recruits. And this doesn't oh. include the transfers. We'll get into the transfers in a second. Oh. Um, so uh, South Carolina's main recruits, uh, their biggest recruits, I guess you could say, um, are, let me pull up real quick. Do um Keenan Nelson, who's a four-star defensive back. Oh um, on the defensive side, you know, sure. big, you know, good defensive back, much needed for um South Carolina from the SEC. Oh, we all know their team. Um, and on the offensive side of the ball, they got um 
depending on the recruiting service, it, uh, it depends on what they will say on the offensive side of the ball, who's the best South Carolina recruit. Rivals is saying Landon Sampson, so I'm going to go with Landon. Others are saying their quarterback recruit. Um, i got to find his name down here. Um, oh, that four-star? I did notice they signed a couple four-stars, a wide receiver four-star. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah, that today. Landon, Landon Sampson. Yeah, oh, okay. um, he's out of Texas. So, you know, good. He's a four-star um, ah, wide receiver yes. recruit. Great move by him to leave Texas for the concrete jungle of Columbia, South Carolina, the highest murder capital in South Carolina. Former teammate of Quinn Ewers, high school teammate. Yeah, he's going to have the bomb Spencer Rattler thrown into him. This is a very – He's going to have a kombucha. Um, Oh, my gosh. There's so many Twitter spaces going on right now. Sorry. Um, Yeah, he's going to have kombucha. Um, Him and – Old, uh, whatchamacallit. Who do you think? So, Spencer Rattler transferred. Oklahoma continues to screw Clemson. And Spencer Rattler, which probably, to be honest with you, he probably would have went there anyway if Stinking Lincoln didn't leave uh, because of the fact that he was going to transfer. Work he was going to transfer. Austin Stogner would have transferred, but. You know, it's all here or there at this point. But um, so this guy, Spencer Rattler, transfers to South Carolina. Who do you think in Columbia is going to sponsor him as an NIL athlete? I'm Bojangles. Sure Bo, I mean, Bojangles is all aboard that Clemson train. Dr. Pepper? I mean, they got DJ. Oh, DJ dropped him, I thought. Uh, apparently, he's back with him now. Oh, he must he, he revitalized this season. So he's like, all right, yeah, let's get it going yeah. again. For 2022, yeah. we're going to run it back. And then he's going to get benched um, by – um. For Clay Kubinick or whatever his name is. Yeah, probably. I don't know who um, Carolina's going to uh, – I mean, obviously, he's going to get some NIL deal. I'm trying um, to think of one big business in Columbia that would support them, though. The Sportsman Warehouse is big. <laughs> oh, my God. I and there were some car that. dealerships that Spencer, uh, um, sponsored Rattler and, and Norman, and he got a couple cars out of them. Oh, it. okay, cool. Yeah, you get so a like car dealership or something like that. Yeah, you get a couple cars. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, you think he'll own a home there? I would imagine. I mean, he's already sponsored by Carolina money. One Realty. <laughs> get, get my house. I think <laughs> so you can buy your house to Carolina One Realty. He's got money. He'll probably change the house. He, he won't be here more than a year. That's true. Throw a couple parties, have a good time. What are you going to do? All right. Um, what else about South Carolina? So, yeah, I wanted to get the transfer. Spencer Rattler, um, former five-star recruit from Oklahoma coming in. And then also Austin Stogner, former um, four-star tight end. Um, Shout out to Stinkin' Lincoln. Screw us. Um, Two really big pickups. Shane Beamer's also going after a former five-star wide receiver, um, Theo Weiss, out of Oklahoma as well. Um, I wonder where he's crystal balled, too. He's not crystal balled right now, but anywhere. He's Um, just like, whatever, I'll figure it out when I figure it out. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he, he probably will go to South Carolina because of Rattler, because Shane Beamer is there. He knows those people. Um, I guess that kind of does make sense. Time will tell. You know, I mean, it, you never know. I mean, Maybe he's he'll come back to Oklahoma. He could. It's true. Love it. Hazel, it. Hazelwood went to Arkansas because of the fact that his old high school coach is now the um, uh, running backs coach or something mm, in Arkansas. That helps. Or some kind of coach. Yeah. That's why um, Jaden Hazelwood came to Arkansas. Jimmy Smith is mm-hmm. his name. So, yeah. 
But I mean, overall, it's a good um, class for for South Carolina. I'm sure they're probably going to try and get some more transfers, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They need help there. Um, however, from what I'm looking at, you know, we got 21 total recruits. All of them are quality four three star recruits. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing a lot of defensive players and linemen, um, even offensive linemen. Um, I think that's a, that's a good boost for them. I think Carolina needs that. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see, you know, in the future. I, um, I think I think Landon Sampson will probably be a starter right out the gate, a wide receiver. That's just my thoughts personally. Sure. But, um, hey, you know, good class for Carolina. Of course he will be. They suck. They have nobody there. They have only wide. Josh Van was their only good wide receiver all year. Exactly. I have said it. I have, you know, I'm not typically a big South Carolina guy, but I have said it over and over again. And I truly do believe this. This was a miraculous coaching job by Shane Beamer. It was. Out of all the years that I've watched South Carolina, this was by far, and it's not close, the worst team I've ever seen them have. It is terrible. They have no, they had no quarterback. They had no offensive line. Their wide receivers were bad. Um, their defense sucked. Their defensive line was okay. And their cornerbacks were okay. They, I mean, they were all bad. It was all bad. And he managed to go six and six with, I don't know what's going to happen. Who are they playing in a bowl game? In the Birmingham Bowl? North Carolina. Oh, they're playing North Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, right? Yeah, right. Oh my God. I just want Matt Brown to win. So when they dump you, they're going to dump that Duke's Mayo on him. He might have a heart attack on the field. I'm telling you, that Duke's Mayo might send him into cardiac arrest. It's going to be devastating. Um, do we know if Sam Howell's going to be playing that game? He is. God, what a guy. I would draft him if it was an NFL team. I, yeah, he, I mean, what a warrior that First round draft pick, I think he's going to be. Yeah, what a warrior. Most of those quarterbacks, little, other than if you're like, um, you listen, I get um Matt Corral. I hate Matt Corral. He is on the list with Joe Burrow as my top. He's one of those dudes that wants to think, oh, I'm a humble, hardworking guy. But really, he's all cool. I mean, if Ole Miss was going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Matt Corral is not playing. But the fact that they're going to the Sugar Bowl, it's a big game. He's going to play to make himself look good. You know what I mean? What a scumbag he is. Oh, I'm glad Arkansas had that six interception game against him. He beat us this year, but we'll get him back on this next year. Oh, yeah. They're going to suck. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm just rattling off. So every time I get South Carolina, I get rattled up against any team. You always like. do. Well, let's go away up. from the SEC. Let's go to the ACC. All right. Let's, oh, let's yeah. talk about the Clemson Whoa. Tigers. Um, according to Rivals, Clemson is the 29th. Oh, ranked recruiting class oh that's others tough. have them higher at like seven uh, let me see where um 24 7 has them at 16 24 um, 7 has them above arkansas and south carolina um also i would like to point out before ryan gets on um goes on um today was a big day for the gun family as clemson signed robert gunn ryan's first cousin um i'm not Second i don't know if that's what's removed is that true Oh God! Um, well, we have no way of proving that. Y'all kind of look alike. Yeah, a little bit. He's a handsome you. guy. Hopefully, he's eighteen. Thank you. Not you, <laughs> Robert Gunn. Uh, yeah, maybe is Ryan's cousin. So shout out to him. I believe he's a kicker slash punter. What is he? Kicker. Yeah, a kicker. So it doesn't matter because we got BT Potter coming back in there year. Well, yeah, this guy can get plenty of experience, Gun, and then we can start him once Potter's gone. Yeah, BT Potter, go. weird looking guy. 
Look weird looking guy. Yeah, weird looking, weird, weird looking, looking guy. guy. Also, could be better kicker. He kind of, I think he kind of had one good bad as game. He had one. No, his range is so poor though. Fifty Arkansas yards. Has a college better, kicker. That's fine. Arkansas has a better kicker than he did. Yeah, He's probably, but like it's not like I mean, Beats Carter's not going pro. But fifty yards. Oh, Beats Carter's going pro now. You think? Ah, uh, yeah. Some sucker Where? of an NFL team will sign him. Now, kickers, the, the thing I've learned about the NFL recently is they all suck. Um, the NFL, it's good talent-wise on wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line's good, cornerbacks, safeties. And there's two positions I've learned in the NFL that kind of it's very hard to play. Kicker, for some reason. Um, college kickers can go out here and kick these crazy field goals and then immediately go to the NFL and be awful. And I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. And then on the flip side of that quarterback, apparently there's no good quarterbacks ever in any in, in the NFL. They all suck. There's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. <laughs> Kyler Murray, maybe. Good. Who? Kyler Murray. He's killing it right now. Matthew Stafford. Stafford, yeah. This is Stafford. Her, but, Justin Herbert's doing pretty good. Yeah, I don't want to go on a big tangent about these NFL quarterbacks. But now everybody's calling out Baker. He might suck. Lamar Jackson, bad. Um, Joe Burrow's good. Um, Big Ben's dead. You know, Daniel Jones is bad. Dak Prescott, is he even that good? You know what I mean? Zach Wilson, people are bashing him. Anyway, my point is, hard to play those positions. Kicker, undervalued position in the NFL. Um, Return. Um, I want to talk about Clay Kubenick. Yeah, he is. um, Aid um, or Clay? Cade. Okay, Cade. I call him Cade. Um, so, yeah, Cade Klub- So, Clemson has one five-star recruit, which is Cade Klubnik, which we'll get to in a second. And then eight four-star recruits and Ooh. two three-star recruits. So, 13 oh total recruits, very small. Clemson's going to hit the transfer portal. They're already kind of working on it. Thank God. Um, Cade Klubnik. I don't know what happened to them this time. They had a couple of decommits. Jihad, um, two also, and two more, I believe. Keon Sab and Dalen Everett. Um, Sab went to Michigan. Were those five star or four star recruits? Everett was five. Jihad was five, and then Keon was a four. Freaking not out of all the stinking Lincoln drama, I think Clemson losing Jihad was the biggest loss out of everybody. They really need not only just because of the name, but also because he's. Incredible. I thought they have a pretty good defensive line, don't they? Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't that what Jihad played? Yeah, but they're about to all graduate. You don't think they're going to come back? Uh, I mean, Clemson will have a starting defensive line, but they will have no depth. What about K.J. Henry? They're saying he's going to come back. That's the rumor. He's um, coming back. Xavier Thomas is gone. Do you think so? I think Xavier Thomas is coming. Oh, they already did? Said it. Yeah. Oh, Where's he going? The NFL? Bro, yeah. He um, sucks. I mean, your defensive ends, you have Miles he, he did not, you know, this ain't yeah. Xavier Thomas Bastion says. He did not live up to the potential that we thought he was going to. But we he, still have Miles Murphy. You have KJ Henry. Brian Brzee. Yeah, he'll be, uh, yep. Uh, Tyler Davis probably come back. Maybe, I don't know. KJ Henry, uh, is he actually coming back? I heard he might. I heard he might not. He might. It's not. Official, official yet? Not official, official. Um. Uh, the problem with Clemson, so Clemson will 
have a starting lineup that is playoff worthy. When you look at Clemson's starting lineup for next year, it's boy if they have injuries going to the playoff. Yeah, if they have injuries like they did this year, it's all but a crime for them. Exactly. And that's the problem is Clemson has no depth. They've lost all their depth. They've had several transfers, you know, mainly on the offensive side of the ball, all of them backwards. Um, you know, this recruiting class is very small and was really needed for the defense to reload. The defense will have their starters. They aren't, we don't know who the starters are. It's not a problem. It's the backups. It's the next starters are coming in. That's the issue, and that's what Babo and – now Wes Goodwin, the new defensive coordinator, needs to figure out. What do you think is going on over there? What do you think their issue is? Um, I, do you think I mean, losing well, the coordinators affected it that much? Because it seems even though they lost three, it seems like it affected them more. So I mean, the it seems only, like a bigger I mean, problem than it actually, you know, that Clemson actually, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't think this class is ever meant to be that big. Um, offensively, we haven't missed a beat recruiting at all. They've gotten all but one recruit that they wanted. All of them. See what so, the problem with that is. The, so you lose Tony Elliott and you lose Brent Venables. And I truly do believe this. Lose Brent. Brent is the face of that defense. He's on the sidelines. He's going crazy. Yeah. He's got a pullback guy. Tony Elliott is replaceable. I think it's yeah. good for him. I think he's a smart guy. I think he is also kind of stupid, but I think he'll be fine. And I think he waited his time. He's done. Tony Elliott and his new guy Streeter they're bringing in, I think that's his name. Um, He's been yeah. there forever, though. Yeah, exactly. There is going to be absolutely probably no difference between the two. I mean, the plays might be called a little different. It's not like Brandon Streeter, and my opinion, is better or worse than Tony Elliott. I don't think he's he's probably about the same, to be honest with you. I think there's going to be him. no difference between going from Tony Elliott to Brandon Streeter. And we've already yeah. seen Brandon Streeter – be the offensive coordinator at Clemson when Tony Elliott had COVID last year. So um, we've seen it. Anywho, um, defensively, you're right, though. You know, losing Brent, you lost three crucial players. Honestly, if those three players had stayed committed, I wouldn't be worried as much. I think there were still some needs that they needed to get um, to get ahead. And I think they probably could have recruited those guys had Brent stayed. Um, you know, they promote Wes Goodwin's a defensive coordinator. He's the main defensive coordinator. And I think he's going to do a good job. However, he's not sexy. You know, you're not going to bring him in and be like, well, all these players are like, oh, I know who that guy is. He has his amazing defense. I'm going to go play Clemson now. No one knows who he is. Um, that's the, that's kind of the problem. Um, it doesn't mean he has, he's not going to be bad. I think he's going to be great. Uh, however, you know, now you got to start building that trust in these recruits saying, hey, this guy can coach, this guy can get you to the NFL, come to clubs, play defense for us. And I think they're going to have to hit the transfer portal a little bit. They said they're going to try to keep recruiting the guys who are still available, see if that gets anywhere. Hope so. Um, but, you know, right now, you're bringing in mostly everything that you need, offensively, everything you need, I think. Um, besides maybe a running back, you probably need one more running back, but they're still recruiting Trevor Etienne, Travis's younger brother. Um, he hasn't signed anywhere. He hasn't signed anywhere. He's going to make his decision January 8th. Oh, he's going to wait till after Christmas. What do you think? What are we thinking? It's between Clemson and LSU. LSU, yeah. And then- well, I'll be gosh darn it. I swear. 
Me as Brian Kelly and old Travis Etienne. Nothing come over to good old Bike Tone Rouge. Mm. Sign with the good old LSU Tigers. Oh, I do declare. I I will be a severely disappointed, sir. If you do not sign with the good old LSU Tigers. Because we're a moderate organization here with a solid team. Oh, those are caring about football. There you go. That was my... uh, um, Brian Kelly and um, impersonation. That's pretty good. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Um, could you want to just write out the rest of the Clemson news and then we'll wrap it up? Well, I wanted to say, you know, Kate Klubnik is the um, the big recruit for Clemson, five star quarterback. Great um, guy, looks like a great guy. Looks like a nice guy. Yeah, he'll probably compete with DJ for the starting position. I think DJ will start. The first few games, at least. You got a big um, uh, what's that guy's name? The guy who sucks. Who got replaced by Trevor? What was his name? Oh my God, Kelly Bryant. He is garbage. Kelly Bryant. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened. Um, selling cars somewhere. Uh, he's in the CFL now. He sucks. Canadian. Mm, um, Canadian. And then the second best recruit on the defensive side is Jaden Lucas. For um, some say four star, some say five star. Um, defensive back out of Malden, South Carolina. Um, but yes, you know, it's good, you know, all around good recruiting class. Need more of them. Um, and then, um, yeah, for Clemson, they were promoted Brandon Streeter to offensive coordinator. Uh, after Tony Elliott left for Virginia, mm-hmm. Brandon Streeter has been offensive coordinator at Richmond before coming to Clemson. He's been a quarterback coach at Clemson ever since, coaching Sean Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Bill Bryant. Um, and then they promoted defensive coordinators, Wes Goodwin. He's the main defensive coordinator. And then co-defensive coordinator, Mickey Kahn. Um, Ooh, Tony Kahn's grandson. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but Kahn is, um, has been the safest coach since 2017. Before that, he was a head coach at Grayson High School in Georgia. Won a couple of state championships there. Um, Goodwin is kind of different. Um, he was a grad assistant at Mississippi State. Then he became a defensive assistant at Clemson for until 09 to 14. Then he went to the NFL and was assistant to the head coach under Bruce Arians for the Cardinals from 15 to 17. Then he returned to Clemson and has been there ever since. Um, apparently he's a defensive genius. Bruce Arians and Dallas Sweeney think so. Um, it gives me hope. I think he's going to be great. Sounds, I mean, from what everyone, if, if a Super Bowl winning head coach and a guy who's won two national championships in college football saying he's going to be fantastic, tells him he's going to be fantastic, I would. Trent, what yeah, do you think? Um, I think that's all well and good. Um, one thing I think you should have mentioned, and we'll talk about it afterwards, is Dabo in his press conference yesterday announced that the get back guy that held Brett Venables back is gone. I believe he's going to Virginia. He's not even going to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy i think he's gonna be like some kind of offensive guy or something up there or a defensive yeah, guy yeah, he's, gonna be, yeah. he's gonna hold back the offenses that are gonna face <laughs> how virginia do on the offensive um recruiting rankings probably really bad they just hired that guy didn't they yeah probably i mean it's virginia. oh my god i don't even see them on here usc terrible they're eight. Signed six people. What are you doing, stinking Lincoln? Freaking army signed 66. What are they doing? Jeez. Yeah, Virginia is uh, 85th on this. 
No, Army signed one three-star. Hey, good for them. Um, Army had to sign a whole new football team because they're all getting deployed in the military. Um, Louisiana Tech, man, look at them. Oh, Virginia's 85th. They have um, uh, nine total recruits, um, eight three-stars. Yeah. We should probably also mention Travis Hunter. Who's that? The South Carolina dude who decommitted? No, the, the first oh, day okay. guy. Sorry, it's an unnecessary shot at South Carolina there. I'm looking at any type of opportunity I can get. We can talk about that too. If you want. No, yeah. not really. No, that was funny. Did you hear his mom in the background when they, the coach was like, go tips. And she was like, yeah. that's way better than saying go cacks. <laughs> right. It's true. Um, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. So the number one recruit in the country, um, what's his name? Jackson Hunter. Travis Hunter. Um, Travis Hunter yeah. committed to Florida State for, I don't know, who knows how long. Probably a Over a year at least. Today decided to um to change on that. Um, on signing day, decided to change that to Jackson State University to go coach with Deion Sanders. And the consequences of that have been extremely hilarious. Today, so let me break this down for the people who don't understand what I'm about to say. I'm going to break this down very simply, and I'm going to break down every second of it. So there's an app called Twitter. So on this Twitter app, they you tweet, right? You tweet out 160-word um, tweets, whatever. Well, they also came up with this feature called Twitter Spaces. And what happens is a bunch of people from around Twitter can all join in this space to talk about on like almost like a radio setting anything they want to talk about so that's twitter spaces most people are going to know what i'm talking about for the people who don't that's what that is um so the florida state fans after this news broke um created a twitter space called fire mike norvell with over two thousand florida state fans raging in the comments of uh, raging in this space about how um uh, Mike Norvell was um, trash and they should have fired him and Deion Sanders. And now um, it has been reported, not reported, it seems pretty obvious that um, um, uh, the Florida State's not happy with Deion Sanders right now. Um, there was noted that they were burning several Deion Sanders jerseys um, and such of that nature today. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the... Um, situation yeah uh i mean it's crazy to go from um a decent program in florida state to an fcs program obviously the, the lore of Deion sanders and the the money that he's going to be paid uh, was the lure to go to jackson state um and when Deion goes off to another head coaching job probably in one year he'll travis hunter will probably go with him whether that be Florida State or elsewhere. Um, I think it's crazy. We've never, no, this has never ever been seen in the history of college football. Like this, this is, um, this never happened ever. So Jackson State's going to be loaded next year. I would be shocked if they don't go undefeated. If they don't go undefeated, I'd be very disappointed in Jackson State. Um, the What was the rumor trending that um, there was like, like Barstool paid him or something like that. Yeah, that um apparently is not true. I looked not true. Okay. 
Yeah, so basically, the, the guy, the Barstool, I watch the Barstool people talk about it. You know, they could be lying, but I doubt it. They're like, okay, so Barstool is owned by a gambling company, Penn National Gaming. It is illegal for gambling companies to pay athletes mm. for obvious reasons. Makes sense. Yeah, so I'm sure like, there's some money involved in this somehow. Oh, absolutely. And I think the pitch it's there, like you said before, was like I think the pitch that you kind of told me today was accurate, where you said, like, you know, Deion Sanders will probably hit the road to um, Florida State in a couple of years, and that guy will just transfer you over because yeah. uh, they're not going to say it. Jack, well, I get it, man. I get it. And I don't want to sound like an antagonistic force here. And I do believe it's good what he's doing there, but I feel overall, Jackson's. It's Deion Sanders, right? Deion Sanders is the name. Jackson State is just a place where it's at and where it's happening. Deion Sanders is what's happening there. You know what I mean? It's not Jackson State. It's not Jackson State pulling these people in. It's Deion Sanders. And, yeah. you know, he's going to get a big job somewhere. I don't know where it's going to be. Um, you know, funny enough, in that recruiting cycle, Arkansas actually interviewed Deion Sanders. Um, I don't know. I don't think there was mutual interest there to move forward. But um, you know, the little fun fact for you. So, make it up. Yeah, I think it's a big deal. It's good for it's the. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh, apparently, he's getting some. They're more by far. Too. They're by far one of the best teams in all of college. They on FCS. They need to add them to the playoff. I just don't understand that. Yeah, it's like some of the historic, you know, historic. Black I get it, man. Like, history, history is important, uh, but. This is a historical moment right here, and that you're gonna pass on, you're gonna regret it. It's a lot I mean, of money murder, involved too. They're gonna murder South Carolina State in the celebration. Bowl oh my this god! Weekend. It's happening this weekend, my life. How many bowl games? Do we have any bowl games coming up this weekend that I need to be aware we of? We do. Should, should okay, let's talk about that. We can, let's talk about that. We end the show. All right. You just want to talk about the bowl? Yeah. yeah. Whichever ones I'm um, coming up. Yeah. All this right. Weekend. Celebration bowl before Monday. Okay, for Monday. All right, December 17th, this Friday. Okay. Um, Middle Tennessee Ooh. will be playing Toledo. Toledo is favored Ooh. by 10. What a groundbreaking game. What game, what bowl was that by chance? Do you know? I don't know. I'll look it up because I like the names, of course. Yeah. And then while you're looking that up, Northern Illinois is playing Coastal Carolina, our Chanticleers. Um, oh, Coastal yeah. is favored by 10 as well. I think one of the shocking things about um, – one of the most shocking things about uh, um, the whatchamacallit, um, if I can get the words out of my brain, um, the one of the most shocking things about this coaching cycle is that Jamie Chadwell didn't go anywhere. That is yeah. shocking. Yeah. As, as good as he's been. So Middle Tennessee and Toledo are playing in the Bahamas Bowl. And in Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina are playing in the Tail Greeter Cure mm -hmm. Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving on, Saturday, Dang, the Bahamas Bowl. Bahamas Bowl. Um, oh, we're going to be able to watch that at work. That's going to be at noon. Be oh, fun. my God. We can turn that on and be like, we're in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to bring in my ties. We're going to bring in nachos, chips, Hawaiian shirts. Um, mom, uh, what else <laughs> they got going there? The Bahamas are a tourist trap anyway. So, what do they got going on now? Yeah, um, coconut rums. Oh, my God. We're going to bring it all in. That's going to be a fun day. All right, go ahead. Um, Saturday, December 18th, Western Carolina is playing Appalachian State Ooh. in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. 
Right. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Another Florida Bowl. That's UTEP is playing Fresno State and the um, PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, Jackie I would transfer based on the fact that Fresno State went to that bowl. All right. I think that's um, worth transferring. UAB is playing BYU in the Radiant Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. That's a shame. That's a shame for BYU as good of a season. It is, they especially in their bowl. They got to join a conference. I guess they are. They so. are, but that's terrible. Um, Eastern Michigan's playing Liberty in the Lending Tree Bowl. Oh, we'll buy you. We'll buy you, yeah. Um, oh, my God. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Yes, sir. Utah State and Oregon State. What a game. What oh, a- my God. Awesome. There'll be no fans. That, that stadium's going to be empty. It's the L.A. Rams Stadium. The SoFi Stadium? Yeah. You never know. Oregon State might be like, yeah. It's going to be empty. You don't know. RL um, Carriers. Louisiana Lafayette is playing Marshall in the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Oh, the last game before, um, what's it going to call it? Um, and then um, lastly, actually, um, that coach uh, is going right. He's not Billy Napier's not coaching the bowl game. I don't think. No, nah, we don't have to do. And lastly, we don't have to do Monday. No, we're, no, we're not. Uh, and lastly, the celebration bowl is between South Carolina State and Jackson State on December 18th as well. Oh my God! Wow. There you go. Oh, wow, that's crazy! Crazy. <laughs> Um, how exciting is that? The Jimmy Kimmel boy. Yeah. Kimmel boy. All right. I'm announcing now there will be a party at my place, Jimmy Kimmel bowl. Um, if you could find it, good luck. Um, I will be having a big party. All right. You coming Yeah. for the Jimmy yeah. Kimmel bowl alone. You know, there is a little Saturday NFL football this week. There is really. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, there um, is. Wow um all right well that's the end of the episode um monday i'm not really sure what's gonna happen um this is kind of our big week um we'll probably keep prepping these bowls um once january rolls around i kind of want to um there's a lot of stuff i want to do so we'll see kind of monday will just be a fluid show we'll kind of get to it when we get to it um i'll figure cross that bridge when i cross it but um i want to thank everybody for watching the episode watching the show i do appreciate everybody's hard work and dedication of watching this hour-long slog of me and Ryan Tuck and recruiting. But this was a pretty good recruiting breakdown. I was pretty happy. Um, um, let me know if you have another team you want us to cover in the comments. Comment it below. Tell me how you're doing. Tell me how your day's going. Um, that Tennessee fan that we had hasn't been talking to us too much. Tennessee guy, what are you doing, buddy? Um, you, we talked about your team today. Y'all had a great recruiting class. You were 11th. We were one away from us actually mentioning you. We skipped you. We went from Kentucky to Arkansas, which was 12th. So Tennessee's recruiting class, very good. So shout out to that guy, wherever very he good. is. Um, shout out to uh, Drewby Face. Um, what's that guy? Ten, um, the coach for uh, Drewby Face. Old Drewby Face. That's what they call him. The coach for Tennessee. What's his name? Oh, Josh Hupel. Yeah, they call him Drewby Face because he got a Drewby looking face. Right. You know, Sam Pittman has lost a lot of weight. Speaking of fat people. Oh, that's good for him. Yeah. He's like, he goes on walks. Him and Barry Odom walk around Fayetteville all day. Well, not all day, but in the morning, you know. Him and Barry Odom go for a jog session walk in the morning every day. So, good Sam Pittman. Yeah, so good for Sam Pittman. Good for Dabo Sweeney. Um, Going to be taking the Oakland Raiders head coaching job here soon. 
Oh, and that'd be funny. I think he might have would have done it, but then he's probably watched Urban's fiasco down there in old uh, Jacksonville, and he's probably not into it. He's probably like, holy crap, they're tearing that guy apart. Could you imagine Devil nice. Sweeney, the God-fearing Devil Sweeney over there in um, freaking uh, Las Vegas, the godless place? Oh, my gosh. The he city of sin? He'd hate it. They'd hate him, too. They hate Devil Sweeney. I saw a tweet today. It was funny. They hate him for some reason, man, because he was going off about the NIL stuff, you know, in the transfer portal. And he was everyone like, is. Yeah. And they were like, pig bash Dabo. But they when other people complain about it, they don't say a peep. Yeah, I saw Lane Ryan Kiffin and Mike Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach went on like 20 minute rants about it. Yeah. No one said a word. They're Ryan all, Day did, too. Yeah, they're all, Ryan Day. Yeah, I loved Urban Meyer's quote about him. What, what was it? Um, some people are born on third base and thought they hit a triple or something like that. Oh, oh that's master. Yeah, yeah, Jim Harbaugh, not Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, you think he's coming back to college? Hey, he's got to get fired right this season. That's just. I think, he, I think he's just done coaching. No, no college wants him anymore. Oh God, no! You're joking, right? Oh my God, Texas would fire Steve Sarkeesian tomorrow. Urban Meyer said, "Hey, I would like to come to Texas." Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. They Texas would Sarkeesian. fire Steve Sarkeesian tomorrow if Urban Meyer even hinted at coming to Texas. They would offer him a 10-year contract worth $400 million. Oh, that is breaking news. You ready for this? Top defensive back transfer, Elias Ricks, is transferring to Alabama. I was coming to be argued. That's not breaking news. That's depressing. I need a cigarette and a drink now. That's, that's the thing about signing day is just Alabama, Georgia, and AM. Just, just Nick Saban. Listen, man, I don't know what you want me to say. That was my first attempt at ever doing a Nick Saban voice. Had a sound. Not pretty good. Thanks, man. Good. Listen, these Alabama fans are crazy. All right. Y'all have a good episode. Get a good. Oh my God. My brain has been all right. A massive headache coming in. The ibuprofen I took are helping now. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching this podcast. I really do mean it. Um, I want to thank Ryan for um, sitting there dealing with me the whole time. Um, thanks for um, doing all the work and getting all the notes ready. Um, I want to thank our fans. I hope you enjoyed this recruiting day episode. I will see you all probably on Friday. I'm thinking about doing something on Friday, maybe a NFL day. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Also, we're going to do college basketball. You'll see. All right. The end of the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.